has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, it's actual football talk. It's a football show, it's about football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blue It's Blitz. Uh, today, we are going to get into Michael Carter, the second, uh, some of his film. We'll go into the strengths and weaknesses. I think I have about 25 plays of him. Let me see. We have 23 plays. Okay, so it'll be relative, not relatively short. But a lot of these, like the later guys, would be like 23. I think Jonathan Marshall's like 25. Um, Eccles is like 20. Um, and then actually the next show, because I put out the votes, I let everybody vote on the reviews that we're going to do. Uh, the next show is on Kenny Yaboa, which is about, uh, 25 plays as well. Um, Rashid Jr. Coming, we have Isaiah Dunn coming, who I think is going to surprise some people maybe in my evaluation of Isaiah Dunn. And then after that, uh, after we get through the draft class, um, we have to do, you know, Sheldon Rankins and Tevin Coleman, and uh, Keelan Cole and Tyler Croft and Dan Phoenix. We have a lot of stuff coming. Uh, I'm recording this on Tuesday, the day after, the afternoon after uh, the live stream with myself and Kyle Smith. If you didn't check that out, make sure you check that out. Uh, we get into a lot more like talking points like a lot of other podcasts do, but we try to base it on what we do uh, with this film show. Um, so make sure you check out that. Uh, we're going to be doing a live stream with myself and Nania, my, or Nania, Saba and I, um, in probably like a week or two. So make sure to check out that. Um, appreciate everybody for supporting the channel. Make sure you subscribe. You get the stuff that, uh, some of the content that is not, uh, free to, to others. We make sure to give our guys good incentive. Again, it's $5 a month. Um, if you subscribe, if, if you subscribe for a year, if, if you do it for the, uh, monthly, I think it's like six bucks a month. So it's a cup of coffee or two for, what I think is really good content. So, sorry, getting into the uh, Michael Carter film. All right, let's see. Hold up. I watched, let's see. Um, let's start with this 22 years old, 5'10, 190, 190 pounds, uh, 430 flat 40. Again, with, with a lot of these. 40 times at pro days and at least like five, like 0.5 to a second or not a second. She's a, a 10th of a second onto it. Um, because obviously people are going to, uh, try to make their guys look as, as good as possible. But, uh, so I'd say he's probably around a high three or, or four, three guy to a low four, four guy, probably high, high three. If I had to guess, he's probably like a four, three, eight ish player on film, which is really good. Um, I watched his 2020 Virginia tech game, Miami, a uh, game which he was injured in pretty early, so I'm going to record a lot of plays, and then his game against UNC. So uh, three games, really two games of him. So we recorded a decent amount of plays um, from from these games. Um, he played both slot and outside for for the for the uh, Blue Devils, um, but he projects mostly to slot in the NFL. I think he could play a little bit of outside, but I think primarily he's going to be in a slot just because of his just because of his size. Um, okay. So I was trying to figure out where he is. He's in the slot right here. We'll play the play the play and then we'll talk about it after. 
uh, just showing the willingness in the run game here. Um, obviously, he shuffles inside, sees the run coming. Good leverage, good knee bend, good base. Takes on the stock block, sees the waters, the the, uh, the running back cutting to the outside. What is what does my quarter want to do? He wants to get outside in, get outside of this of this block, force the run back inside where the pursuit's coming from. Um, so he fights to get outside right here. Running back cuts back inside, quick change of direction. You see the, the looseness in the hips right there to change with just one step, completely spin off that, which is imperative to spin that foot, get it off your instep and use it just like a pivot put you or a pivot foot like you would in a route. So you want to turn it, get the, get on the, uh, the instep and push back inside. He does that. It's a good footwork, good loose hips. Finds the finds a tackle or gets in on the tackle. So, uh, good job from Michael Carter on that play in terms of the run game. Again, the fan is on behind me. We talked about this in the live stream. Uh, it gets a little hot when you have to open the windows in the, in the summer here because if I don't open the windows, the sound bounces off and it sounds like there's an echo in here. Where kind of is. So, uh, you might have to deal with the fan in the summer. So, forgive me until I get a nice big JetX wallpaper or something behind me. Um, Car two leverage and square. Um, he is in the slot right here, I believe. Let me see. Yeah. Um, and again, this is where I talk about like getting shuffles in. Um, so there's a difference. And somebody asked it on the last part. I think it was Shadow asked on the last, uh, both on the live stream and on the uh, Jason Pinnock review, which I just put up too. Make sure you check that out. That was like a day or two ago by the time you're listening to this or probably like two, three days ago by the time you're listening to this. Um, especially the line of scrimmage, you want to you wanna shuffle over top of a guy, of a guy, whether he be stemming outside, be stemming inside, because it allows you to play two ways. When you open your hips up right away, one, if the guy cuts the other way, obviously you have to flip your hips. It, takes a lot, it makes it a lot harder for you to get to, the, to that side. And also when you open your hips, open your gate um, or angle off, you're not as strong as you are when you're straight up square with the guy. So it lets the guy take that open shoulder and then hold his line and get into you. So you want to stay square to stay over the top of it, which is literally just getting over top of the shuffling your feet, not crossing over. You have to be balanced in, in that shuffle. You don't want to overreact. Um, you don't want to shuffle while you're angling off. Like you do, you do to a certain extent, but ideally you're just shuffling to stay over the top, depending on the release. Um, and we'll talk about it, but obviously also in off coverage, it's very important to stay square. I mean, I want to open up too early because then you're completely screwed. So we're going to see him here. All about being square. Um, breaking when he sees the, when he sees the break coming, he anticipates the break plays inside to head to, to heads up. And this is a play of him trying to cut the, cut the route off. And if this guy were to break outside, whether it be an out, a comeback, which wouldn't make a lot of sense right here, or, or vertical, he trusts himself to 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 get outside to get vertical with him. Whereas also with the wider splits, uh, uh, the wider hashes of the college level, forcing him outside here is also a harder play for the quarterback and the ball's gonna be in the air a little bit more. So he like understands his his situation right here. So stay square, sees the receiver gearing down. You see the shoulders come up. At this point, you know, receivers selling dry phase, dry phase, dry phase. Good corners gonna see this. See how his shoulders are completely come up? Come up, expect a break. He expects a break. Matches the upfield shoulder. Gets his hands on. Looks back to the quarterback. 
anticipation of the break, reading the le- reading the shoulders, playing good leverage inside. Um, all good there. Press rep slot. Okay, good. I labeled it for myself. Press rep slot. Oh, right here. Okay, sorry. Number three. I didn't. I didn't see my thing was over him. So I'm gonna watch him right here. Again. So overall, I would definitely say he's good at staying square. Um, one of my issues with his coverage actually sometimes is sometimes he's a little bit too patient with his feet, which is the opposite of a lot of guys. A lot of guys are too jumpy. He's a little bit too patient at times. So um, good stance, shoulders over his knees, over his toes. That's good. Um, might be leaning. He's leaning a little bit forward there, but kick step, outside kick step right there, just maintaining his balance, keeping his weight forward. Again, a lot of guys just naturally move when something's coming at them. So a lot of guys tend to open up or, or jump split where they're going to throw their weight back onto their heels and literally split their feet. So coaches teach that that kick step. A lot of people think it's a false step, but um, a lot of people are taught that and it's called a kick step. So kick steps maintains his balance. Square. Receiver is inside of him. So he has a little bit of flexibility to open his, his inside hip cut because of the receiver having to work past um, his leverage, which would now allow him to flip his hips. So if he's inside of you, you have a little bit more flexibility to open up inside as long as you're on the same relative plane in terms of your vertical relationship to the receiver, because again, you can, you can throw your hand in and flip. So he cheats a little bit inside again, based on his leverage. It's okay. In this situation, gets his hand on flips his hips, uses his, his left hand, uh, almost as like that pivot point to, to drag himself outside on him. completely matches the route. So all, all good right there in terms of patient feet, uh, good understanding of, of the leverage. Again, runs his feet a little bit, kick step, not jump split, good weight distribution, good leverage. All good. Okay. Um, Speed, good play on mesh. Okay, I, re- I really like this play. Uh, this is this is smarts. Just I'm gonna talk about it after. He's right here. Um, coverage on the slot. Let's watch. Okay. So what do we see? Um, they run this like this like this like pick natural rub from the uh, boundary slot, and it's meant to pick. Um, uh, Michael Carter, geez, the second. Um, and what he's taught to do right here, you either can do two things. You don't want to be indecisive, though. You want to, you want to decide pretty quickly. It's a little bit harder from off coverage to do the first thing I'm going to say. When you're, when you're in press, when you guys are running across the middle on drags in your main coverage, you want, to air, you want to jet stream them, which is basically, just like a NASCAR, get on the ass of that receiver so you're avoiding any picks because meshes, a lot of these concepts, rub routes, obviously it's meant to pick one of these players. Um, mesh, it's, it's either one of the, the players pick themselves or one of the players picks the, the, the defender, whatever, depending on the, on the play. But it's meant to pick them, whether it be, again, through that offensive player or the defensive player. So um, you want to get right on his ass because they're not going to pick the wide receiver. So you want to get right on their ass, and, and, and that's – what you're taught to do when you're in off coverage, it's going to be a little bit harder to get obviously directly behind him. Unless you completely see the break coming, you see the play coming. Like that's almost impossible, especially from, you know, off coverage, like I said. So now you have to turn on, you have to freaking turn on your speed and make sure to avoid traffic because when you're playing from off, 
it's a lot harder to play that jet stream. And now you're in a position where the defense kind of wants or the offense kind of wants you. So you have to sift through traffic and make sure you don't um, run into anybody else. So he does a great job, one, knowing he can't jet stream. Two, we're going to talk about this, this, the smarts and awareness I kind of just talked about. And then three, just watch the, the speed and the athleticism, like the looseness of the hips to get around some of these, these guys. I kind of dodge them in traffic while still running full speed. Again, like, okay, one, he just, he, he, he kind of, he takes his angle upfield a little bit right here or uh, whatever backwards from the 49 to the 50 to the, like the 51. But this step right here, one, <laughs> this is like a running back cut. It's literally a running back cut. Plant off your instep, open your toe to allow your hips to open and get underneath of this, that this, this step to, to avoid uh, the number one right here is absurd right there. Boom. Absurd footwork. Footwork and speed right there is that's probably the best player you're going to see of him in terms of athleticism. This shows all of his athleticism. You need to see from speed and loose hips and things like that. Acceleration gets right back on the route. Hell of a play. That is really, really good. Again, Stupid crap that you probably you probably haven't seen that play anywhere else. I'm gonna assume uh, that's really really one of the most important plays. I'll probably show the entire clip or the, this entire show. Play on Sluggo. Uh, okay, he's right here in the slot. Another off coverage situation. <laughs> again, it's good. It's really good. Um, off coverage again. Patient with his feet. He's creeping backwards, which again is that you're not in, you're on a full blown backpedal. He's not he's not completely getting into the, in, into a, a backpedal. It's a nice slow pace, creeping backwards. Sees the break inside, breaks to the upfield shoulder. Again, a lot of a lot of guys would take an angle that's too aggressive, too flat over the top. But on on when you're when you're in off coverage and you're playing um, any route really you want to play to that upfield shoulder why do you want to play the upfield shoulder one it's a good position to be in you know to wrap your hand uh to play the ball when the ball gets there also what it does is it protects yourself against double moves because if he's cutting inside and you play too flat over the top he can get underneath you for the for the double if you if you try to play too too far to his ass you know maybe maybe he just he just takes it more inside and then gets and then gets around you that way when you play it to the shoulder where is he going to cut to? He's going to cut to that to that 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 shoulder. He's going to cut up and through it. So you want to play that near shoulder um, because now he's running right into you. Um, so that's what you're taught to do in off coverage when you're playing a route. Play it to that near shoulder. He plays it to the near shoulder. Sees the break coming again. Quick drop of the hips. You see how athletic he is right here again. Look how low he is. We talk about a lot of receiver breaks and we, and you see it on the show. We talk about, you want the receiver to be over his toes. You want him to be completely almost bent over to make a break. That's as good as it gets. He is, you literally want to knee yourself in the chin. He's literally kneeing himself in the chin. He is so freaking low and condensed on this break. It is fantastic. Fantastic. In terms of getting back outside. So athleticism, footwork, getting over his toes to, to break a little bit of an oh shit moment. Like you're going to have on any slow go route, but he plays the shoulder properly, breaks out of it quick. And, uh, and he gets back on the route completely shuts that down. That is again, really, really good. So we're starting off with really good plays with Carter. Uh, I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh, it's going to be a really interesting battle between him and Guidry in the slot. And then even, you know, past the corners, an interesting battle to see 
if they feel it's more effective for Michael Carter to be on the field versus maybe an Ashton Davis or a LaMarcus Joyner who comes in in a big nickel situation. So how are they going to play it? Um, it's we'll see. Um, Michael Carter, you know, he may be in a situation where he might have to play a little bit outside. Like, would you rather have like, obviously a lot has to happen, but like Michael Carter versus Lamar Jackson versus bless Austin versus Pinnock versus, you know, Eccles for that starting outside job. Like maybe on base, you have Michael Carter flex out outside sometimes, you know, I think he's strong enough to do it. I think he's good technically enough to do it. You know, you don't want him against six, four receivers and things like that, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he slots in, but Early on, I know he's been pressed in Jets camp, but I've all, uh, you know, early on, uh, or not early on, but through this review, I was impressed with him. Obviously, there's weaknesses. You know, he's a fifth-round pick. Fifth? Sixth? Um, but uh, I'm, I'm impressed with him. I like him. So, off-man right here. Again, good hands. This is a good hand play. So, patient. Again, he's cheating a little bit inside with his leverage. And again, very similar situation to what, I, to, to what I said before. Inside leverage, you could cheat a little bit with your hips as long as you have athleticism and flipping it inside. Also, opposite hash, harder throw from the outside. So you want to cheat inside and make them outside, go outside right here. Um, unless, well, depending, let's see real quick. Unless it's a zone look where you have guys help inside, then you want to cheat, but a lot of these guys, it's either a blitz or they all get sucked up in the zone, whatever. So I do want to preface it by saying, you know, man situation, with no help inside, yeah, force him outside in this situation. If he was, if he was in a situation where it was more zone or you had zone and zone help inside, whether it be like, well, not a bracket or a cone, that's different. But, uh, you know, you had a rat player, a hole player, a, a safety, whatever it may be, then maybe you force him inside. But I'm fine with the, the outside in here or the inside out. Patient with his hips, again, you see with all those corners, we saw it with someone like Hamsa or whoever, like really, look how patient he is with his feet. Almost, again, sometimes almost too patient. Like even here, you probably want to see him shuffle to get over the top right there and not open up because some guys might, um, might be able to get to the, or beat him in that corner out um, in the NFL. But I, again, pretty, I'm pretty happy with the patience strike timing with the hand, the left hand. And that what that does is now it's slow. It, it just slows down the receiver. It both slows down the receiver. And now that your momentum, he, he's kind of working you vertical. So you're, you're absorbing that momentum and it's getting, it's getting you on the run quicker. So it both accelerates you. Uh, vertically here for Carter, and it also slows down the receiver. You, you can see how that how that affects them here. To say that punch it on affect them, you're you're mistaken. So it slows them down. Boom! Grab the hips, play them. And look, eyes are on him. Eyes are on him. Eyes are on him. As he turns now with hands on, now his eyes go back. Good, another good play. Watch it again after I explain all that. Okay. Play number seven. Trap needs to trap needs to play ball. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So they they run this like this like palms or trap where um, basically and just to be really simple, I'm not going to get into every single situation that can happen. If this two cuts outside where he bubbles. This, this one is going to jump it, and then he has to get over top of the one. If We'll go to all the other rules at, at, at a different time. He, he runs vertical. He takes them. He takes the one. Um, if, he cut, if he cuts inside, then they would, they would double him, whether it be a palms or, or, or a two trap. Uh, I'm not necessarily sure because it, it happens and they play it the same way. Um, 
we'd we'd see the difference if they you know uh, if there's a different route combination. But he jumps and he gets to get over top of the one. Gets over top of the one. A little bit of hesitation. You could you could see him kind of cheat inside and 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 fall for just the look to the to the slot. Gets over top of the one. Um, some of his ball skills at times, like deep there, one, I didn't see it enough to say it's, it's a complete weakness. Like I think I might've listed it, but I didn't see it a lot to be completely transparent. Um, but he gets beat right here. The, again, this is just like a timing feel thing. Receivers looking back for the ball for a while. He goes to play through him, which I, which I like because he's not hip to hip and he's not completely, he hasn't squeezed him completely off to the sideline or choked him off to the sideline. So I would like him to just be a little more patient right here, to be honest, not play the ball. I, I said that initially. Um, I like to see him just keep his eyes there, just stack the receiver, just get over top of him, stack the receiver, and then play it through that way. Because once he's looking back for the ball a lot, it's really risky for him to be playing through the receiver and then look back to the ball because that, that, that second, that, that quarter of a second, millisecond, whatever it is that you take to turn around and try to locate the ball one, you have to trust your eyes that you're going to have to go high to low and find that ball quickly because the ball should already be there relatively shortly based on the receiver's body language and him looking back to the ball. This is like a peak technique. Um, so it's just a timing thing and a feel thing where I, I don't want to see him necessarily go to play through the, through the ball right here. I just want to see him continue to, to get on top of that, of that receiver um, and play the ball that way, play the hands. So just a little feel thing right there um, for Carter, but he did get beat deep on that play. Um, play slant eyes ball skills okay oh um oh, okay so we may have a little bit of like a buck sweep action looks like a buck sweep so and we'll get to that eventually too if the jets ever run like there's a little bit of differences between like it's so minuscule. It's funny too. Uh, the difference between like pin pole and C gap power. We had like dart runs. We have buck sweep, you know, uh, we have G lead. <laughs> There's a lot of different runs. Um, now let me see this. What's the tackle? This looks so. This this isn't a buck sweep because a buck sweep you have the you have the two guards. Um, if this is a buck sweep, he would he would pull two. Um, in a in a buck sweep situation, is getting into the woods a little bit. Um, if this if this three tackle was like a two eye, um, this guy could have what's called like a with me call, where he doesn't want to uh, pull because the center is is asked to block back to the to this to this defender. So he doesn't want this guy to penetrate. As, as he pulls, or sorry, if, if the guy was here, he would want him to penetrate because it's a clear shot to the running back if he's athletic enough. So a lot of buck sweeps, they'll have that guard, the play side guard, have it with me call. Um, but typically, like, he, he would pull which called, what's called, like, a, a question mark pull. <laughs> and then, he, and then he, he, he wraps to the backside backer. So he, he would pull to the backside backer. He would pull on what's called a question mark pull which basically he's reading the tight end. If the, if the tight end has outside or if the tight end kicks this guy out there, the tight ends reading the, the D end. Um, I'm just talking about bucks. Faith. This isn't even a bucks. Faith, but I'm just, I, I'm going to the woods. I don't necessarily know why, but we're, we're in it. So let's do it. 
Um, he, he does a question mark pull where outside leverage, he kick, kicks him outside. If he slants inside, he pins him inside and then he, he pulls outside of it. So he, he reads this block. So he'll pull um, either inside or outside based on that. And then he just wraps the backer. He's going to try to block him. That's not what's happening here though. Um, it's more of just like, looks like a C, uh, it's, um, it's like a, another C gap power, um, or like a one back power, but it looks like they may be question mark reading or pulling, which question mark pull again, you're just reading the, the tight end and see if he has outside or inside leverage looks to have outside leverage on him. So he's going to pull around. That's what it looks like to me, but it's an RPO. So you have like a C back power with a question read on this. And then, um, the, the RPO or uh, the RPO part of it, which is with this, uh, receiver, the receiver goes to block him to, to, to lull him to sleep. Maybe he gives up on the play, whatever it may be. Maybe he's not a physical player. You see a ton of corners just give up on a play and they know they're being blocked and the runs going away. Um, and it almost acts like it's like a fake run block, but it's almost like a shock release, uh, difference between shock release, bump cut shock release. You're going to get into the guy, basically like a press from the wide receiver to the, to the corner, right off the line of scrimmage, a bump cuts more in space. You're going to run and, and, and make sure to, to bump him, to get physical at the top of the, at the top of the stem, like hit him, um, and then break. This is more of a shock release instead of a bump cut, uh, almost acts as the same thing, just kind of different spacing. So like a shock release, fake run block almost what happens with Carter? Oh, sorry. We didn't even talk about, we, you didn't even let me, did I play this before? I'll play it. I'll play it first real quick. Now. Okay. So Carter, little bit of a jump split hands go a little wide. He gets caught in the chest, but he's still over top of the route. So he feels the run block, the shock release. Where does eyes go immediately inside? Is it a run play? Is it going to me? Is it a bubble screen? What is happening? Not a bubble screen, a swing screen, whatever. Um, immediately inside. Sees the running back pull the ball. Feels the wide receiver cut inside. Cuts inside with him. Maintains contact. Now he's on the upfield shoulder and he's like really on top of this route. So he doesn't want obviously to, to switch hands and play this ball with, with, the, with the right hand because his position, obviously he's closer um, to the front of the body with the left. So he's going to maintain contact with the right. Stay over top of the route. See the ball coming. Time it because he's playing the ball. Look, look how he plays that ball. Athleticism, jump, hand still on. And, and what that does is obviously, let's say the receiver was to catch it. If you don't have that contact with that, with that backside hand or whatever hand, it, 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 could be the, it could be the left hand, it could be the right hand, depending on the route, how the ball comes, whatever. But you want to have contact with the hand you're not playing the ball with because now let's say the receiver catches it. You don't have a hand on. He catches the ball. If you can maintain his balance, he's gone. You want to play with him. You want to play with that, that other hand on the receiver. One, to pull yourself through to, to play the ball. And two, if he is a catch the ball, now you have a hand on to, to wrap him for the tackle. So good job maintaining the hand on the backside. Plays the ball right through the hands. Just tracks it right into the hands. I don't think he just plays through the hands to play through the hands. I think he just sees the ball coming, swats it out. Let's watch again really quickly. Hell of a play again from Carter. Really, really nice. Next play. Play nine of 23. Carter two, loose hips, bottom of the screen. Again, he played some outside too. Hmm. Yeah, this is some good athleticism. Uh, we'll watch on the bottom real quick. 
I think I already showed it anyway. Yeah, I did. Um, okay, so the first thing I'm going to say is I don't I don't love the angle off to the outside initially. Again, he is outside leverage, so like another situation where just based on the situation, he's heads up to inside, and he's you know two ish yards outside the numbers. So if you angle off outside and he cuts outside, just just take it to the sideline. But you got to be careful with the inside cut here. So you know. Question, if you will, gets hands on the wide the wide receiver tries or he he, he uh, wipes away that hand. But Carter uh, fights to maintain the contact. Receiver breaks under him on like the short end, and you just see the you see the looseness in the, in the hips here. He tries to do like a like a throw by push by right there. Reason to push that shoulder. Receiver trying to push the shoulder, push him upfield, cut underneath of him. Um, but Carter, because he maintains that contact, works past the push by. At least here comes off him a little bit. Widen, instep, get back inside. So you see some like the, the stopping power and some of the looseness of him, and he just works right on top of the route again. You can see the athleticism. That's pretty pretty apparent, I think, at this point already through nine plays. He's pretty he's pretty athletic. Um, quarter two square. Hands on break timing. Okay, right here, slot on the hash. Again, it's pretty similar to some of the other plays we've seen. Uh, definitely like his patience with his feet and off coverage. That's that's 100% a, a good thing that he has. Again, maybe sometimes it's even a little bit too patient. Again, I would say play a little bit. Well, hold on. can't really tell if it's, if it's like a zone or just like a cover one or whatever. It probably is probably a cover one with this guy supposed to be back, but get sucked up by the play action. Um, regardless, he cheats inside a little bit again, heads up to inside, shuffle inside square, square over top of the receivers, not angling off his hips, not opening up his hips. He's square getting the shuffles in with his feet shuffle to stay over top. Like I mentioned a lot of times about people as the receiver gets to his level, and shows the inside break, <clears throat> not the best break for receivers. <laughs> it's pretty much as high up as you could be, so it's not the best break, but Carter breaks on it. Upfield shoulder, good angle to the upfield shoulder. Again, you don't want to get too too far underneath. You don't want to get too far over the top because he cuts back. Again, um, whip route, whatever it may be, um, he can beat you. So good angle to cut it off. Hand. Now, again, same thing as the other play that he played. Uh, the right hand goes onto the back. But now he's completely choked off that route. He completely cut it off inside. So now he's the receiver. So he took his hand off the back, but it's because of how good a position he's in. Now, if he was more behind this, his hand would still be on, on the back of the, of the receiver, the tight end, whatever it is. But because he played it so well and cut him off, he's just playing the ball. Um, goes, he can't, it looks like he can't get his right hand past the arm of the other receiver. So he almost catches it with one hand, but nearly a pick because he played that so well. So let's watch again. Patience, play the upfield shoulder, athleticism, just completely cut it off. Good job. Okay. Uh, okay, so watch leverage, deep ball, meh. All right. Um, right here again. Slot. 
off coverage. Not no man's land, just strict, just off coverage. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Let's watch. Yeah, okay, so off coverage again, I like the patience in the feet, patience in the feet. He's he is cheating a little bit in far inside. Again, he really trusts himself to the outside right here. Um, so it's, it is okay. He has the athleticism again in the NFL with really good receivers and a good ball from the, from the corner or from the quarterback. He might be beat right here. Um, it's like a slot fade, pull, hoss, whatever the concept is. Um, playing versus, you know, that vertical, you know, four verts, whatever it is. Uh, cheating inside a little bit too much for me at this point. You, you could be a little bit inside, but he's like a full yard inside. You're getting to risky territory. Receiver stems inside. A little bit of a head fake peak technique gets back outside. Now Carter has the athleticism to keep up with it. Again, this is a, another field timing thing. Ball, the eyes are the eyes are coming back to the to the ball. Carter gets to the receiver, but again, when you're not like squeezing him to the sideline, or if you're not like completely like over top of him, like really tight hip to hip. It's really risky with with this much room to the sideline um, when you're still trying to catch up to him to play the ball. It just is. You really want to play through the receiver more often than not. So I want to see him again work to go over the top, hands on, play through the receiver's eyes. Get your get your get your chest open to the receiver, hands on. Now, if you could locate the ball when you're to the receiver, that's great. Play through the receiver to the ball, but do not just play to the ball because now you're losing a wide receiver. What happens here? Instead of playing through the receiver, he looks back for the ball, loses the receiver. The receiver uh, undercuts him for what could have been a reception, but it, it obviously wasn't. So, again, just a little bit risky right there in terms of playing that ball. So, again, at this point, just turn through him. Just flip your hips and, and turn through him. Play his eyes, play the ball. At this point, again, it's, it is a little bit risky to look back to the ball because see how he loses it. If the receiver timed that better, um, it's a completion on him. So, don't want to get lost like that. Okay. 12. Blow up screen. Okay, he's right here in the slot. We'll watch. All right. Now, like these type of plays, like whether it be like a like a cover seven, like whatever it is, like he's he's the apex, so if it was like a cover seven, like if this is an insider out, he passes it off to to the to the linebacker who uh, might be a little bit far outside. So it's not it might not necessarily be cover seven. But I'm just saying, I guess, give a situation. Um, he cuts inside, and he and he and the and the and the running back goes outside. Now he now he plays now he plays that, um, and the safety um, depending on other circumstances. We'd talk about what he what he would do, but um, he may be just reading this from two to three. So two cuts inside. Now the two becomes a, the, the the three becomes a two, and he plays a two. So if that's a situation, um, good job reading it. Again, so how much of it is the actual call that he's reading that running back versus um, him just anticipating and blowing it up? Regardless, still a good play. Um, sees the swing coming. Sees obviously the, the 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 three the running back on the swing route. Shoots to get outside. Looks like he chops him with the right hand to the out to the outside arm of the run, uh, of the receiver trying to block him. Works past it. Open field tackle. Good job. 
just a recognition because his eyes look like around two on the three all the way there, there. Eyes are on the three, sees him breaking outside. Checks the receiver comes, sees him coming on the block, confirms what he's thinking with the screen, shoots, fills, and uh, blows it up. Okay. 13. Mm-hmm. 13 of 23 did I say uh, no man's land eyes high recover okay so we're gonna see a slot right here okay so um, one the base is a tiny bit narrow right there Again, I just want to see a little bit more activity with the feet. They, they are really, really patient right there. A little bit more activity. Um, and, and I can tell the eyes are, are high. They don't look to be low. Again, you know, can you guarantee it? No, but if I had to guess, I, I, you know, pretty sure his eyes are on the, on the head right here. Because the, again, because of what happens. Head is faking outside. What are the hips showing? The hips are not showing outside right here. His hips are completely angled to, to inside. So looking high. Falls out, falls for outside, angles his, his hips off. So I think his eyes are a little bit high, feet a little bit too patient. I want to see him like foot firing, just running the feet a little bit more. But he gets his hands on, athleticism, drive off, drive inside off of the outside instep. You're going to see the acceleration, the speed to catch up, play. Um, and then he obviously sees the ball coming, dives, the, the tight end or the receiver, whoever it is. Uh, I guess it could be either one. I don't really know. Um, catches the ball, but because he dives and and either either hits the hands or to me it looks like he's doing what you're supposed to be doing um, when you're in a, a shitty situation like that. You can't play the hands because you're too far behind. Grab the elbow, grab the bicep, drag that down because your hands are here going to catch the ball. Now, if you're pulling that that arm down and pulling it away from the ball. Now, now, now you lose contact with one of those hands on that ball. So unless you have it completely in your left hand, um, you could be screwed. So good job to me, what looks like pulling down at the elbow at the bicep, which separates his hands from the ball and leads to the drop. Um, it's a really, it's a, it's a great way to play the arms and the hands when you're, when you're beat like that. So a little bit of bad right there. Great job recovering. Hell of a job recovering. Next play. 14. Uh, off coverage. And again, he's playing a little bit in no man's land. I, I, I realized I labeled that. Um, again, if you're playing off, like play like at least six to 10, six to nine yards off. But when you're in that range where you're like two to five, that's why I call no man's land. Um, and I've explained it a lot before. We'll go over it if we have to, again, I'll, I'll, I'll show you why, but, uh, off coverage, play ball, sorry, slot right here. Another off coverage situation. Now we're again, he's three, Eight, nine yards off, eight and a half yards off, fine. Go with that coverage. So, this is an odd defensive look from the, from the Blue Devils. I don't want to go over a thousand times to try to figure out exactly what they're trying to do right here. Uh, one, two, one, two. Hook, man. They're playing like some type of like one robber or 
I, I'm, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not, I don't want to watch this a thousand times and look at every responsibilities. Um, he's playing off coverage on the, on the two though. There's a play, there's plays like the walk literally, literally 25 times. Like, okay, he's doing this. He's doing that. This guy's doing that. He's playing this leverage. He's man turning. He's zone turning. I don't, I don't want to do that right now. Uh, responsible for him. Uh, the only, it's a it's definitely, again, he trusts himself athletically, but you guys know what I'm going to say for him to, for him to like shuffle bail, which is, there's a difference again, again, between getting shuffles in and shuffling. This is more shuffle, like shuffle technique where you're playing like sideways to him and shuffling. Now the benefits of that when you're doing that is you have both your vision on the quarterback, the quarterback's drop, the quarterback throwing it and the receiver. Um, but you're also susceptible to getting beat just in more ways than one, in, in my opinion, like you're playing over the top. It's easier to get on top of routes when you're playing like this, like an outside cuts hard to get to inside cut, even hard to get to, cause you're trying to play vertical at the same time. Like I don't love shuffle technique. Um, but if you are going to shuffle, I want to see him stay a little bit more outside he does, he does let him get kind of to his blind spot, which I don't love. Again, outside break with like a Hulk concept vertical. He's going to break outside. Sideline will be open. So I don't love this, to be honest. I don't love the technique, and I don't love necessarily how he's playing it. Trust himself a lot on that play. Um, but feels the break inside, whether it be through his peripheral. He's, he sees the break inside. Sees the break inside. Left hand gets inside. Speed to uh, to catch up to the wide receiver again a little bit risky that bit with that with that coverage. Looks back to the ball, or I'm not sure if he looks back to the ball actually. Doesn't look like he's looking back to the ball, so he's not looking back to the ball, and now just goes to play the receiver's hands. It looks like. No, he finds the ball though. It seems like because he's his left hand right here swats at the ball. So it's a little bit hard to tell right there. Um, you have a little bit more flexibility to play back to the ball over the middle than to the outside. It, um, in my opinion, it's just a little bit more natural. But regardless, I, ca I can't really tell if he plays back to the ball or eyes on right here because his eyes are not back to the ball here. His eyes don't – do they go vertical? They go high there, maybe. It's, it's a little bit hard to tell. We're a little bit too far off to, to say 100% of, of what exactly he's looking at, if it's the receiver and playing the hands or if he finds the ball. The only reason I think he's – looks like he's either to the receiver there. No, they're going high. He's playing the ball right there, I'm pretty sure. Swats at it right there. Which is funny, too, because if you look – if you actually look at the shadows, maybe it's a shadow that I'm seeing. Like, you can see the ball there. The next frame, you can see the ball maybe there. Like he swats at it. You can see it move. It goes down and then swats, but he never like touches it. Like it's a weird like camera thing right here where it's either a shadow or the ball. It's, it's hard to tell. You can see right there and he swats and look at it move. Just watch this little dot. He never hits that. <laughs> that had to be the shadow. You just can't see the ball. I don't freaking know. I'm going crazy. <laughs> whatever uh good job playing the ball a little bit risky with that bail the shuffle bail no it wasn't really a bail actually it was just shuffle bailing you're you're pressing that bailing off for the most part uh trust speed um he is one of these guys outside he looks like he's the outside right there Okay, yeah. So he he was the outside, and the only reason I'm saying trust his trust his speed, 
the receiver runs in motion. He's really, really super wide. So uh, the thing with this is, again, this it's even more exemplified on this rep because he's far hash to like probably uh, you know two, three yards off the sideline. So he is really, really wide. When guys are really, really wide, nine times out of ten, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna cut inside. Maybe they'll take it vertical. Maybe maybe seven out of ten times they're gonna try to cut inside because they want to widen you to get inside. Um, he's very very wide. So if anything right here, you know he Carter, especially a guy who trusts his speed and acceleration, he's gonna play inside to out because this is a hard ball to throw. No matter it be a vertical a you know a comeback and at will not an out um whatever it is it's going to be hard to play because of the distance just horizontally between these two players and then you have the vertical distance too it's a it's a far ball so he wants to cheat inside receiver motions inside carter stays square but he's cheating inside he's playing heads up to inside angles off a little bit outside but again if he cuts inside he's going to trust his 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 uh hip mobility to get inside on him but cheats inside out inside out inside out and if he runs, to, takes off deep, again, this is why he trusts his speed. He's going to take off with him. But he's making it really hard for the receiver to break inside. The receiver breaks inside, completely shuts off, chokes, chokes that right off, just stays right in front of it, square, two hands on, um, locks that down. So really good job staying square, really good job playing inside out on that because of the, the relationship to the quarterback, uh, good understanding of, of everything right there for, for Carter. Um, beat on slant size hurts. Yeah. There's been some situation where versus like bigger slots or this is where the versus the outside, like he doesn't, he's not the biggest, longest, um, you know, player, you know, five ten. I've heard him anywhere. Like people have said he's five down too. I think he's like, he looks like five ten, but his arms are not like 32 inches. Like they, they have, you know, they're probably what 30 and a half, 31. Let's see. I will, I'm not going to pause the podcast to look this up. So bad podcasting or bad YouTube showing maybe, but I don't care. Uh, arm length. Let's see. 29 and one eighth. So I said like 30, he's actually shorter than that. So yeah, the other arms are, those are a little bit short. Um, beat on slant size hurts. He is to the top. Yeah. Okay. So another situation, pretty patient, pretty patient. Feels the break, breaks inside, upfield shoulder, upfield shoulder. Now, versus receivers who are just bigger than you, they're gonna box, they're gonna box you out, they're gonna give you their back, and there's an extending catcher. And you could be in perfect position, but this is just a play where you're, if just based on your size, you're gonna get beat if you're gonna get beat. Um, obviously, you know, before this actually happened, maybe he could have cut it off inside, whatever it may be, but this is this is great position on a slant. It's covered. So you'd be nippy and say, oh, he'd be just completely, you know, this is a bad play by him. No, patience pretty much breaks as the receiver breaks, gets the outfield shoulder, but he just, I, he looks like he's wrapping him up, but the receiver just catches it with his body, whatever it may be. Um, but he just can't get a hand on it. His, his arms are not long enough to play receivers on inside slants um, from necessarily right behind them. If he's going to stack it or like choke it off inside, then yes, sure. But um, versus the, the bigger guys who can box people out, it's going to be hard for him at times. And that's what happens there. Next play, 17 to 23. Okay. Uh, open gate, beat on slant. Okay. 
uh, top, I believe. Yeah, top. Okay, so this is a situation where you don't see the feet be so good. Again, in a situation where he's outside, he's probably going to cut inside right here. Um, Carter plays outside the heads up, and he opens. This is where I'm talking about, like, open the gate, not getting a shuffle in. Again, whether it be falling for the, for the eyes right here or whatever it may be, he opens the gate. And again, bigger receivers or any receiver, really, if they're trying to get inside and they see that gate opened, he's angled off right here, they're going to get inside of you. They're going to give you their shoulder. They're going to lean into you, lean into you, lean into you, break. That's what a good receiver is going to do. Um, and it just gives them inside leverage on an inside route. It's, it's, it's sketchy. You don't, you don't want that to happen. So um, I don't want to see the gate open. I want to, I want to see continue to keep your feet active, shuffling, hands on, hands on, hands on, hands on, shut that route off. Press, you know, whether it be soft or aggressive where you're going to play like, you know, with your eyes and feet first, or if it's going to be like aggressive press, we're going to shoot as the ball is snapped. Regardless, you want to get hands on and press. So not getting hands on press. I don't love it. Opens the gate. He takes the opening slant beats him because of his feet and because of him opening the gate, he didn't even have to uh, hold his line or lean into him. Um, so next play 18. Okay. The next show is going to be Kenny Yaboa. 25 plays, I think pretty sure it's 25, 24, 26, whatever it is. It's right around the same length as this one. Uh, jump split could have been beat top right here inside leverage. Again, too, too patient with the feet right there. And you don't want to be too trusting of your, of your speed, like fades. It, this is more about like size than necessarily speed, unless the size, unless the speed comes in, if you're just beat cleanly off the line, like it kind of is, but, um, decent stance. Uh, I think he'd sink his ass a little bit lower into this to have a little bit more balance. He's, he's a little bit bending from the waist right here. Um, but what happens off the snap is what jump split. We talked about this. We need to fall step. We don't need to jump split. Jump split. Now his feet are wide. It's harder to break either way laterally. And now his weight is a little bit more back onto his heels, as you can see. So jump split, weight gets back onto the heels, can't move much as laterally. And now he goes to shoot with two hands. When you shoot with two hands, that locks your hips forward. So now you're leaning back while shooting forward. So your, your, your momentum and your weight distribution is all over the place. Um, and when guys are breaking, you know, if you're heads up with a guy, shoot with two hands. When you're, when you're not, it's a risky move, especially when you're shooting with two hands, you have to be forward. You can't be back and shoot because it's just the, the punch is not going to be effective nonetheless or, or regardless. Um, so jump split, weight back, goes to shoot with two hands, isn't there. He's off balance. Receiver, now a lot of weight is into that hands. Uh, chops it, wipes it down, outside. Now again, good quarterback. Right here, which again, I think like this is North Carolina, the North Carolina and the Ole Miss quarterback were like, like highly rated coming into this year, like for higher, maybe if they improved, but like what I saw, like I wouldn't want either one of these guys in the first round. Maybe they improved. Maybe I need to watch more, but like none of it oppressed me. Like you got to hit this throw NFL level. Like he has a yard of separation on a fade and that's the ball you throw. Ter that's terrible ball. We're like, what are you doing? And why is he, why is he like, dude, the, the coaching on this is like, this is bad mechanics. He's, he's fade, he steps in the bucket, fading backwards, weight going inside. Look at the inside foot. 
it, it, it's, it's, it's kicking his plant foot. This is a mechanics. Terrible, terrible job with, 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 with room to reset and, and plant your feet and fire through that terrible ball. He's beat should have been a touchdown. Let's be honest. You know, let's you know if it's a good ball, it's a touchdown. That's, that is what it is. Should have been beat five more left. I said, not like he's play five, play 19, uh, nearly beat deep leverage. Okay. Bottom of the screen. Mm. I'm fine with the leverage. Um, I just, it's, it's not the leverage. That's the problem right here to me, because again, it's a, it's a harder ball um, to, to throw like a, like a, obviously this vertical versus like a slant or a dig. So I'm okay with the leverage. The only thing I'm not okay with is, is him just playing inside again and opening the gate. Like I'm okay with inside initially, but One, the hands are dropped. So I don't like him not getting the hands on right here. You can see how the hands are not ready again. They're not, they're not on guard. Um, and he needs to get shuffling. That's this is what I keep talking. This is what I talk about with, with the shuffles. Instead of shuffling, he creeps back, opens the gate. Now, if he were to stay square, and then as this guy shoots outside, you can see his shoulders start to turn right here. Shuffle outside, hands on, you shut down the route. It's, it's easier said than done. But um, when, you're, when you're playing patient like this and you open the gate, now what you're doing here, what are you doing? You're giving him the outside. You can trust your speed to get back to the receiver, but now he has that vertical relationship with you um, where he's over the top, where if the ball is over the top, you're most likely going to get beat, especially considering his, his shorter arms. It's not like he could play through the ball necessarily in all those situations where a guy like Pinock maybe could. Um, so if you're smaller, you definitely want to stay over the top, regardless you do, but especially when you're smaller. So opens his gate, receiver takes it. And uh, if the receiver could have, could have hauled it in. Uh, looks like he, so he catches it here. Does 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 Carter like again drag at the hand or something like that? I can't really see here. This is not my quality. This is the how it's how the film is shown. I can't tell 100% if he gets a hand on. From what I see right here, it's left hand onto the hip area, right hand across the body. It doesn't look like it's playing one over top of the arms. Which if the receiver is vertical like this and he's coming to catch the ball like this, if if Carter were to play this ball and he's a chop at the elbow and then pull it down, that's, that's, that's good job of playing, playing his hands too. And playing the, uh, you know, um, playing the hands and playing the arms because it drags it down. And obviously you, you could screw up him catching the ball to me. There's no way his, his hand is over top of the arms right there. So he might've played it. I, I don't, I don't see, I see that in more of a drop. I don't see him actually playing uh, the hands or anything like that. I just see it more of a drop, but you never know. Four left, 20. Uh, beat, okay, so we started off really good. We ended not as good, but again, a lot of these places are getting beat, but it's not like bad. Like he, he's definitely, I'm still pumped. Like I'm still happy with the pick. Don't, don't worry. I'm just showing you what happened. So North Carolina, he struggled a little bit. Um, nearly beat deep and trucked. Okay. So we all know this play, but playing North Carolina, he's trucked. What do you think is going to happen here? Um, Heads up to inside, which again, based on the leverage, I'm cool with that. Le I'm cool with him playing at that leverage. But similar to, to they, he just that receiver just speed releases a little bit harder with a speed release because you don't have a lot of time to get that shuffle in. 
So this is kind of just what's good, what's going to, what's going to happen if you're playing inside leverage sometimes or, or too often, like you got to change it up from outside to inside, to starting outside, to shuffling inside, to inside to outside Like you have to keep shuffling, like changing it up because then guys might just stem you inside really quickly. And then just, and then just get outside after you continually play outside or inside leverage in the situation. He, the receiver just speed releases boom, right outside. You could get a shot. Like he could have got a shuffle in there. Most likely shuffled like took a half man relationship and then played the shoulder play this inside shoulder and push the shoulder and got him to turn and then try to stack the route like he could have done that um again not not necessarily the easiest ask but you're going to the nfl um so again what does he do opens the gate what do you do when you open the gate you're 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 allowing him to run by you you're giving it to him you're opening the gate literally think about it like that like you're giving him that opening he opens it gives him the opening um, receivers vertical again, ball outside, whatever it may be. He could have been deep, be deep here. NFL, good quarterback, good receiver. Um, you're, you could, you could be beat. Now again, not, not terrible. He, he gets back to it. So maybe he could have played the ball, whatever it might have, been, might have been, but back shoulder ball vertical, you know, your chances aren't necessarily the greatest. You're not putting yourself in the most beneficial situation. Michael Carter, the first right here. This is where you heard a thousand freaking jokes in the press conferences. They run like a pick for him, catches the ball on this like bench route, catch the ball. Now, the only thing with Carter, with, with Carter the second here is he closes ground, but what happens? Base is really wide and leaning more at the hips. Like you got to see him accelerate through contact right there. What does is, what is Carter do? Accelerate through contact, feet down or shoulder down, run your feet. You got to keep your feet rolling right here. You, you can't, you can't just plant because somebody's going to truck you. It's risky. So, uh, he's got to run his feet through this tackle. He gets trucked. It is what it is. He's overall a good tackler and a willing tackler. It's going to happen. You're, 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 you're flat footed and you have a running back running at full speed at you. Uh, more times than not, you're going to be trucked just based on that. Three plays, 21 bottom short area quickness. Okay. Bottom of screen again. More inside leverage. Yeah, he's quick. He's definitely quick as hell to play this slot. The, yeah, I think he played outside a little bit, but we saw some of the size issues come up now. So you don't want it, but it, he could do, he could do it. Maybe probably better than Bless Austin. So not a good release by the wide receiver. There's a lot of wasted movement right there with those two feet, not really doing much of anything. Yeah, it's not a good release. He like dead leg releases where basically the up foot is going to stay up through steps. So he, he like dead, he like false steps into a, into a dead leg into like a rocker, but it's, well, no, into like a, into like a crossover. It's because a rocker be, would be this one, two out. That'd be the rocker, but it's, it's a crossover. So it, there's just too much there. Um, you have Carter who's playing on him. Pretty, pretty patient with his hips. His he angles off a little bit, but eyes seem to be low. Stay square to the route. Don't fall for any of the head fakes. He really doesn't Gets his hands back on, as you can see right here and just, and just plays that near shoulder and, and uh, gets uh, not over top of the route, but plays, plays tight to the, to the upfield shoulder. So good, good patience. You can see some of the quickness right here just of, of the movement right here. Boom, right there. That transition on this second, really good. 
acceleration, looseness. It's all, it's all there on that. Just in those couple of steps. Two plays left. Press rep quick. Okay. Bottom of the screen. Outside leverage this time, huh? Yeah, and his his ability to mirror and match guys like with his hips and his feet is is definitely good. He's definitely quick as hell. So that the one thing I don't like is this though. Dropping the hands. The NFL level, you can't you can't do that continually. Uh to be honest, there's not a lot of good corner play in the NFL. And like Again, I'm, you know, who am I to some people who don't necessarily watch the show? I'm, I'm a Joe Smo, sure. But uh, I did this show plenty with Marcus Coleman, and we both agreed there's not a lot of good corner play because you see a lot of jump splits. You see a lot of opening the gate. And what else do you see? A lot of, you see a lot of hands dropping. So a lot of coaches who I've you know, listened to coaching clinics, whatever, will either one, if receivers are too run on their hands and not their hips and their feet and their eyes, they'll put their hands behind their back. If they're dropping their hands, and guess what? You're holding something through the rep. You're holding a ball. You're holding a tennis ball. You have to roll a tennis ball, whatever it has to be. But guys want their hands to be active. So it depends on what, what side of the corner you're on there with your hands. But you don't drop your hands. There's no benefit at any time as a corner to be dropping your hands like that. This in no way is beneficial. Because if, if your hands are, are tighter, and they're more on guard, more towards your chest, your hip area, which he doesn't drop his hands dramatically right here. I'm being a little bit of a prick. Um, he can shoot quicker. But regardless – Patient, leverage is good, knee bend, um, good, good knee bend and just playing again, shoulder over knees, um, so he's not leaning back. Patient, receiver, just a stretch release, one step outside, Carter, lateral athleticism, leans a little bit outside, inside, hands, just completely mugs that route. So within five yards, mug it. It's exactly what you're supposed to do. Stay square, shuffle, stay square, shuffle. Exactly what we've been talking about. Hands on, locks it down. That's that's sticky. A little, little bit of a push off, and you're going to see that in here too. Push off, in step, get back inside, mug them. Now just watch in terms of athleticism. We talked about some of the technical things there, a little bit of technicalities. Now watch did you say athleticism. In, out, in. Just really good um next play in the last play carter bottom tackle okay right and we're gonna did we start with the tackle no we didn't start with the tackle did we we might have started with the tackle ended with the tackle bottom of the screen the one thing i noticed was the hop there was a little bit of a hop right there but you you see the physicality he has like he's definitely willing in the run game for sure good awareness to like set the edge and things like that um that's just just Again, you want alternating steps, just like you want alternating punches for the most part. Uh, just watch the just watch the hop right there. That's the only thing I would say. This, but stays pretty square. Playing again, tighter to the sideline, inside the heads up. If you did have true inside help, uh, you probably would, you'd you'd argue you want to play outside in right here. Making work through the traffic, especially in the red zone, it's condensed, so there's gonna be a lot more traffic in the inside if there's any type of zone coverage or rat or hole or uh, whatever it may be. Um, so pretty patient. Watch the hop though. Still eyes seem to be low. His eyes aren't looking at his eyes right there. There's no way eyes are on the hips. Sees it matches it hands on 
sees now now he now he feels the the receiver the tight end whoever it is a y flex whatever it is um y iso feels the run coming gets his eyes in the backfield main you know fight to get outside leverage gets gets outside leverage breaks the outside to cut the running back off good relationship to him outside shoulder you don't want him to get outside of you so if anything you got to cheat outside in like we've talked about a lot these last couple of weeks last couple of months does that receiver tries to cut back inside drops his weight, drops his helmet, um, and gets in on the tackle or makes the tackle. So good job from Carter. Now getting into the list of the strengths and weaknesses for him. Um, we have strengths, um, good size bulk for a slot corner. Um, again, 190 pounds, five ten, decent size for a slot corner, good speed posted a four, three, 40 yard dash. Again, maybe a little bit higher than that in reality, but it is what it is. I still think he's a four-three type player, athletic, quick, uh, team captain, praise for leadership, overall strength, uh, aggressiveness, strength and press and punch. Will take blocks head-on, effective uh, offhand jam and press, which is just you know throwing the hand that he's going to. Acceleration, awareness, working through traffic, timing of breaks to help build shoulder wide receiver. We definitely showed some of that. Versatility to play slot and safety. He did have some safety reps as well. Uh, could see a rep or two outside as well. I put that in parentheses. Uh, keeps feet under his frame. Definitely. He's uh, we saw that some of the Pinnock where like the steps are too big or he's a little bit off balance. Like th- the reason that Carter can move so well is he's never, he's never extending his feet so far outside of his frame where his feet are always under, under his shoulders and it makes him really get uh, through his breaks quickly. Um, now when you're breaking, you know, off the instep to inside or outside, you're going to go a little bit wider than your, than your frame, your frame, just your frame is a little bit too narrow to actually break. Um, but he's patient enough with his feet where he knows when he has to throw his foot outside of his frame to break. So overall, he keeps his feet under his frame. It's more about patience than anything. Uh, loose loose hips, likes to get hands on to crowd wide receiver. Patient feet, I put too patient at times. Uh, balance, smart awareness. I think I already said awareness once, but uh, opens hips with good timing for the most part. Uh, plays ball well over the middle. We saw that he definitely plays the ball you know well in slants and things like that. Uh, weaknesses. Uh, ball, uh, ball skills vertically. We saw that, uh, needs, needs to get shuffles in on press reps, eyes high and wide receiver needs to find ball deep, um, or play through wide receiver and find ball really, uh, plays in no man's land too often. We said like that, that like three to six ish yards off. Don't love that. Uh, off coverage is really meant to like be patient over the top to get read steps in, you know, one, two, three steps, read the quarterback once one, two, three drop. Um, arm length can hurt him while playing the ball. We saw some of that, uh, needs to leverage himself better pre-snap. Um, I don't agree with that actually. No, I'm taking that out. Disregard that one. I don't, I don't like that. Cause a lot of the plays we were showing was actually, uh, him having pretty good leverage as compared to, to where he was a lot on the field. Um, again, I'll write some stuff down. And then once I, cause I, again, for a lot of this, like I go through it and I watch it and I put the strengths and weaknesses and then I watch this show and that's when I really get into it because, because I, because the, the funny thing is about it, like I think, and this goes for, for all aspects of life. And I'm not necessarily, I'm not saying I'm necessarily teaching everybody this. Like I think some of you know some of this stuff already, some of it you don't. Um, but regardless, having to teach or talk about something makes you learn even more. So I watch it by myself and I really have to explain it like step by step for the most part. Um, I actually learn a little bit while doing this as well. So take that one last one out. And the last one is high percentage of missed tackles, but I will preface that by saying I did not see a ton of that on tape. So I watched three games, maybe in those other games, he missed more tackles. Um, I didn't want to mention it, but I did not see it a lot. So uh, that's Michael Carter.
the second. Uh, you'll probably hear this on Wednesday or Thursday and record on a Tuesday. Then you'll probably get Kenny Yaboa on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, you'll get it definitely by the time the weekend is over. And then after that, it's either going to be it's either going to be Wilson, Eccles, Jonathan Marshall, or I'll put Rashid Jr. into the next vote, which I, I'm going to assume is going to be Rashid. Rashid Jr. And then the vote after that's going to include Isaiah Dunn. Um, two more parts of Zach Wilson to come. And then after that, we get into uh, Sheldon Rankins, Keelan Cole, LaMarcus Joyner, Vinnie Curry, Tevin Coleman, Ty- Tyler Croft, Dan Feeney, and Ronald Blair. All those, for the most part, minus Rankins, Cole, Joyner, will be relatively short because I, I don't want to do a – like Rankins is going to be a marathon. It's like a 60-play review. So that'll be like a three-hour one. Um, so that'll be a marathon. But like anybody past like Curry, like like Curry, Coleman, Croft, Feeney, like – if I can keep you guys for an hour, you know, without clicking off, that that's good. Those shows might be an hour, hour and a half. I'll keep them relatively short. Um, but that is it. I appreciate you guys for uh, tuning in, tuning into the live stream. Appreciate the support. Make sure to go subscribe. Again, $5 a month for, uh, I think, Jets content you're not getting anywhere else, in, in my opinion, in terms of actually learning about film and football and analytics and all this stuff. Uh, so make sure to subscribe. Uh, I would appreciate it. And I will see you guys soon. Thank you.